welcome y'all to the Stay Water Podcast. Hey. <laughs> My name is ATD, otherwise known as Antonio the Don. What's up? I'm J three times, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> I'm Jada P. That's me. I'm Rambo. And it's your boy, the king himself a day. I bet. Okay. <laughs> First episode. First episode. Yeah, this shit exciting, my nigga. Hey, this shit nice. Like, yeah. so we finally made it. Exactly. But I this shit nice. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, you have like moments in life that you know are gonna be defining for like your future, mm-hmm. but do you recognize them in the moment? Like do you do it? Like do you do you experience life? And you're like, oh shit! Like this is gonna change define me. me. This is gonna change my life for the rest of my life. Like do you like? I feel like later in life you're like, oh, that was a defining moment. Mm -hmm. But do you ever live a moment and you're like, this is gonna define? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like do you realize? Does that make sense? <laughs> no, I get it. I, I understand. Where did the question come? Like, where is it? Like, where because spring break. So that's my thing. Like, genuinely wanting to know how y'all spring break was. But I feel like this last week I had one of those moments where mm. I was like, "This is, this is defining. defining for the rest of my life." Mm. Like, I feel different after mm. this. Mm. Can I start? Go for it, man. That's interesting. I kind of feel like I constantly think about that. Like, I always think about like. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in college, and every day I wake up, I'm working towards something that's going to better me for my future. Um, and then, like, the habits that I build and the habits that I try to break down are, like, things that I also think about as well. I don't know if that makes sense. That what happens? Mm, I don't like, know. Are those like, defining moments? I think, like, like, I don't know. You me? Defining moments. Yeah, that's a good question. Because mm-hmm. like I wake up and brush my teeth, that's one. That's not like a defining. That's moment. not a defining moment. Yeah, I, mean, that's just, I feel like it's constant though. Like I'm always thinking about my future. You feel me? Like I don't know. I don't think there's any specific moment that I. I don't know. I mean, I think like for me personally, it's like I don't notice it unless like you're going into it and you're like, you're thinking this is going to be a defining moment, but you're not in the moment thinking, oh yeah, like this is, unless like you're thinking about it consciously, like, you know, you're constantly thinking about it. But I feel like for me, it's like right after, if not like way after, but like usually it's like right after that I'm thinking, oh yeah, that was something that I'm going to remember for like the rest of time. Mm -hmm. But like in the moment, unless it's like, say like I'm at like a concert or like say like in the future you're like during a wedding you're like oh yeah this is one of my defining moments mm-hmm. but also that's like you know that this is going to be like before you go into it but i think that like it's something that happens like right after because you if it's like a defining moment you're not really thinking about it you're thinking about the moment mm-hmm. but i mean, that's me yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. so the so the first night i thought of when you said that i was like <clears throat> Is this so this intro episode or whatever, right? Intro mm-hmm. episode or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, is this a defining moment? You feel me? Like this right here, us Could being be in this space, getting like you know, help from the R network to playing. Like, <laughs> but like, is this like us being in this space, doing this right now? Do we see this as a defining 
moment, or do we see this as just something that we're going to do for in the next, like, tell summer type shit? Right. Or is it something that we're going to be like, this is a defining moment? We, like, you know, and what characterizes a defining moment? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I thought about. I think, hmm, that's a good question. I think a true defining moment isn't defined until the results of that moment occur, if that makes any sense. Until you go through, until, of course, it happens and you go through what you need to to come to where you want to be or some level of success that you're at, you're not going to realize it was that defining of a moment. Yeah. I think you can overthink it and and call anything or the defining moment like we talked about earlier. Like me brushing my teeth right now, I'm always going to remember this. And the same way that I did it, I'm always going to remember that too. And that's what defined me. It, it's, weird as hell. it's weird as hell, but I mean, it can be. Like we can make it, we can make the drive up here be a defining moment. And literally anything can be a defining moment if you that's stick solid. to it. Because it's like, if, oh, I'm about to talk about something. But like, uh, like, the drive up here, is that the defining moment besides, like, instead of, like, this being the defining moment, is the drive up here, is all of our drives up here that defining moment? You mm-hmm. feel me? I feel it's like, like our drive back was when we were, when we drove back to Fort Collins and we had that long conversation. Because it was kind of like, I, was, yeah. I wasn't there, but I was still thinking, like, yeah. like it's happening. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And we had a really deep conversation. I was yeah. like, yeah. It's, like, right after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, okay, so my thing that I'm thinking about so we went on the same spring break trip and we toured a lot of museums. It was a civil rights trip, um, learning about black history in the United States and outside of. Um, and for me, I think it was like Thursday or something. We were in uh, the Legacy Museum in Alabama and I was walking through reading all of these stories of people who were living during a really, really tragic era of time that has evolved into what we see as like modern day lynchings and all that kind of stuff. And as I was reading these stories, bawling my eyes out, literally like trying to find comfort in a public space, I was like, this is this is changing me right now. Like, I was reading these stories, and I was like, I feel myself. Jordan, Jordan said it. She was like, I'm shedding skin. Like, I felt myself outgrowing mm-hmm. people and ideas and just things that. That's real. Yeah, like, real. and I feel like, I feel like what y'all are saying is true. Like, you kind of, like, today, we don't know if this is going to be a defining moment until mm-hmm. we're successful if we get there but like i feel like there's also moments where you're living through it and it's like oh shit like i'm changed like mm-hmm. i can feel it <clears throat> happening you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's where my question was coming from but i'm curious like what y'all do for break before we get there okay so what i thought okay what i'm about to say about to be stupid <laughs> don't Uh-oh. count so it's about to be dumb is where we sat <laughs> <laughs> so we all walked in today, right? For contest, we all walked in today and we all picked a seat, just like straight up. Mm-hmm. Is where we sat a defining moment. <laughs> Hear me out. So like, are we going this. to? Yeah, bro. Because it's like, am I always? Yes. Am I always going to see? Is this my spot next to the fish? <laughs> if I move over there, people are gonna be like, no. Is <laughs> where we sat a defining. Like that's like small shit though. Yeah. It's like it's small shit like that defining moment. But is that seat? Symbolic to how you go about right. The seats that we just sat right now could represent the ways in which that we go about life. Mm-hmm. For example, right, this seat that I have all by myself, this comfortable seat, right, 
This could define. <laughs> this could define the way in which that I go about life in a solo dolo attitude, but in a way that is comfortable. Wait, 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 but 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 the seat in which that you chose, for example, right, did a pee, right? The seat that you chose is one that is front and center in front of people that makes them keep you on their mind. Could that be a next to? I'm getting to him. Wait, hold on. I'm getting everybody. Damn, wait your turn. My bad. But the seat that you chose was a defining. Mo- I don't even want to go on anymore. No, <laughs> no, no, you're on the great. Yeah, we're going to See, so, like, solo dolo. He all by himself. It. You feel me? It's crazy. Like, no one to support you, though. <laughs> See, he would have had my back. I don't yeah. know. He would have supported me. Anyways, like I said, but how was- the way- <laughs> the, her seat is defining because she's in the middle, front and center. But the way that she goes about it in such a cheery way, it defines her, you know? Whereas Rambo, he's sitting in same. <laughs> Insane said seat. I almost fucked that up. Insane said seat, right? But he's just chill with it. Mm-hmm. And he's just observing the way that life goes. You, right. you understand where I'm going with this? Right, right, right. Not really. No. <laughs> 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 so, so not at all, actually. And, the seat and that's you why chose. y'all are over there. Exactly. The seat which you chose that? was that are this, you know, like, People that are just side no characters way. to it. You feel yeah. me? You feel me? This is how I see it, right? I see it as a personality type of thing, right? So, me and Josh, we're usually on the same... I mean, I guess you can see it like that, but look, we're always on the same, like we're on the same, same attitude, side. pretty I much, mean, pretty much, yeah. Them two, they just had a whole, like, bonding together, trip. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. And you <laughs> are by yourself, yeah. over on that side, looking left and right with nobody around. That's sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, still very jiggy. Still very jiggy. We are very jiggy. We all look very jiggy. I'm feeling jiggy. How was that? Feeling jiggy. Feeling jiggy. I don't. I don't get the lingo. I shouldn't have to explain. Yeah, no, nah, it's just jiggy. You won't understand. I'm gonna do something that you do. The girls that get it, get it. The girls that don't. The girls that girl, girl, and the girls that gorn. Gorn. What? No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. the thing. So how was like y'all's spring break? Because y'all went on the Atlanta trip, right? Yeah, so, we and we want to hear like more about that, of course. But like, what would y'all, y'all, y'all do? What y'all do? Damn. I mean, Mustard shit, and ketchup like, and like... pepper. <laughs> 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 so for me, I was pretty productive, actually. For one... I saw, nah, this is not a good story, but I saw, like, abuse happen at the movie theater while, after watching the Batman, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, ah, it was pretty bad, but it was, <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> right, so give us, give us, yeah, explain again. Yeah, I got you. So, like, after watching the Batman, right, I walked out, went to go use the restroom like a normal human being, right, and then all of a sudden, this white girl, she just runs in, just crying into the men's restroom, and I'm just like, what? What's going on? She's like, oh my god, somebody help me! Somebody help me! Right? I'm just like, whoa! Like, what's it? I was about to be like, ma'am, are you okay? But there's like the the movie theater people are just like, ma'am, you can't go in there. Come on, let me help you. Right? I was about to say this. Right? She walks out, and I'm just like, yo, what's going on? I walk out. She's just crying to this woman. Just like, he 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 scares me. He hit me. Was it? Was it? This one and the third. Right? And that's not even the worst part. Right? So 
So she's saying that. I'm thinking, yo, this is a serious situation. They call the cops, and the cops roll in, right? P uh, CSU, not CSU PD, Fort Collins PD rolls in and starts talking to her, right? And they're just going off on this tangent, right? So I'm thinking, damn, this white man is crazy. That wasn't a white man. I walked out, bro. It was this what? No, it's not even the worst part. This black dude walks out of the uh, walks out of the side of the movie theater, right? And he's just like, man, she's just crazy type ish, right? And he's just like, um, what does he say? What does he say? What does he say? He says a whole bunch of stuff, right? There's a woman. Apparently, she pepper sprayed the whole area. Didn't hit him, but hit people around him. So you have this little girl crying. Pepper spray hurts. <laughs> pepper spray hurts. So you have this girl just crying, just like. <laughs> Just walk into the walking to get some um get some water on her eyes, something like that. She's just in distraught, but this man is just fine. He's just okay. Just walking out, right? So he walks to the PD. I'm thinking this man is abusive, right? He's like, she's been tripping all day. We've been having issues. I don't know what's wrong. Like she's mentally unstable type ish, right? Because it turns out that he wasn't the one doing abuse. She was the one that was abusing him. Mm. Which I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> Crazy. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's That's interesting. No, it was really messed up because I was really about to help a girl out at first. Right? I was like, man, what's wrong? What's wrong? Right? Thinking that she's okay and she's going on with the story and tangent. I'm overhearing because I'm nosy. But I'm overhearing, right? As fuck. I'm just overhearing and be like, damn, this man's abusive. You did that type shit? And he's explaining to the cop just where detail to detail she's been tripping since the morning. She hit me, she abused me, this, that, and third. But her friends are just been fine with it, just letting it happen. So I don't even understand what's going on. I'm right. just like, damn. And it's the stereotypical just black man with white woman type ish. So I'm just like, dang, those tears powerful because they Ooh. had me in a loop. That's great. <laughs> had me in a loop. Everything relates to our trip now. Literally. Yeah, it got me in the first half. No so cap. this was after the movie? After the okay, straight okay. after the movie. I enjoyed that movie. Everything destroyed. That's secondhand entertainment though. It was really good. To learn from, <laughs> to like, learn yeah. from. yeah, to learn from. Because then I was just like, dang, we gonna get canceled before we <laughs> <laughs> this, one, this one was the live one, bro. Yeah. What'd you do for spring? <laughs> so, so what I did, <laughs> so I went back home. I saw my family. Um, I did Uber a lot. Um, fuck Uber, no cap. Like Uber is cool. Whatever I made, I made money or whatever. I'm, hmm? Nothing. Why don't you do DoorDash? Because fuck, fuck DoorDash even more, bro. DoorDash is nah, so, real, so whack, bro. DoorDash, mm-hmm. I can't stand We're going to talk about it. I hate that. Like, their whole, like, system yeah, is fucking stupid, but I don't get into it. Saying. This is the sponsor. We're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sorry. <laughs> sorry, DoorDash. <laughs> and DoorDash pays us. I love DoorDash. I DoorDash every day. Nah, fuck DoorDash. Um, <laughs> nah, fuck DoorDash. Um, but Uber, I did Uber Eats, basically. You know, like, shit, made money and shit. It was, uh... Like, it was wild. So something that I did see, this kind of will wrap back into what you guys were talking about too, but uh, I saw a lot of like examples of like gentrification. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. That real. shit was wild. I went to like Denver or whatever, mm-hmm. and then on my left, like this is probably gonna be the last thing I talk about because it wasn't really like happening with Uber. But um, I rode up to this house or whatever, right? That mm-hmm. ordered food. And to my left, and to the left and to the right of the house, it was like big ass, new ass house. You could tell white people live there, sorry. Mm-hmm. But we could tell that white people live there or whatever, right? And in the middle, it was just like the the OG house that was there, like brick house. <clears throat> you could tell that like it was just like a like it was the OG house that was supposed to be there, or whatever, right? And it was like the last house, like every like all the other houses around it were either getting torn down or were getting ready to or were already like them big ass houses. Mm-hmm. And you could just tell that like that the people that were living there were like the people that was holding out. And I was like, damn. 
That was kind of sad. That was sad. Then I thought to myself, I gotta go pick up. It's spreading quick, too. It's bad. It's bad. It's really sad. Your turn. <laughs> Make sure it's happy, bro. Come on. <laughs> say, so, <laughs> my, my was a little, you know, it was a little chill. I, I just stayed with family. My parents uh, decided to go to Hawaii. Without y'all. Yeah, without, without us. You. Yeah, without us. Yeah, basically. But it was also my mom's birthday, so she got to like celebrate with my dad. Um, they had a lot of fun. They got they went like snorkeling and shit. Like, but so we were we were just home alone, right? No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, snorkeling. No, that's not what I was saying. I'm saying snorkeling. I've never snorkeled, so I'm just like, whoa, that's cool. That's a dopey story. Once I learn how to swim, I'll do it. Anyway, um, so like we were at home, all six of us, uh, and they gave us like some money to like you know do stuff. Uh, because of the snow, we ended up not doing a lot, just because like it was it was a lot of snow that one day, and then or for like two days. So like we, um. Like we went out to the mall. Uh, we went to go eat some places. Um, we were we really we really we wanted to go to uh, what is it? Um, Niggas spit it out. Meow wolves. Meow wolves. You saw Megan was there. Like yeah, yeah Megan and oh, Boo. Oh yeah. yeah. Megan who? Megan was there. The yeah. Was at Meow Wolves. Yeah. You didn't know, bro. Megan was hosting, bro. Like he came said, Megan. <laughs> Megan. Who? Megan. Who? I'm sick. But yeah, I'm so, sick. Right, <laughs> there, bro. They were there. It's a couple good Megans. Megan good. Okay, but we're gonna uh, make Megan good. good Megan beautiful. Okay, but we're gonna. Go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, most of the time we were just chilling at home. I got to a few personal projects of mine, like you know, writing down some stories. Doing a little Adobe Photoshop, you know, like learning a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was a good time, you know. Very chill. Yeah, I still got some homework to do though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Part, yeah. Part so I got Like literally over spring break. Okay, like a spring break. Break. Right. Mm-hmm. You're catching up on grading, but that doesn't mean I need to do homework. It's break. In fact, it would help you to catch up on grading while I don't do homework. Exactly. Yeah. That would help. Common sense, right? People don't got it. It's crazy. Yeah. You just be tripping. So what y'all do? Cry. How was, what y'all end up doing? I cried on spring break. It was a spring break full of different emotions. Mm. I don't think it was all bad, though. I don't think any of it was bad. You know what I mean? I think, so <coughs> we went on a civil rights trip. Um, we went to Atlanta and we went to um, Alabama. Yeah. And so, Montgomery and Selma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know. It was intense, bro. Very. Speak up. It's just like heavy. Like, like, we really don't learn things about our history as people, mm. as black people. And then, like, everything. I'm So I'm 21. And I grew up. Damn, you're 25. I'm so I'm 21, and I grew up in Aurora, which is pretty. I mean, everywhere in the United States is basically white, but there are parts of places that are like very mixed communities, and so I grew up with a lot of people who are biracial. And then I went to school in Denver, and 
Denver is like I depending on the school. Um, but now now we're at a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution. Mm-hmm. And it's just white. Like black students, we actually looked this up the, this weekend. Black students make up like two percent of the population. There's thirty six bro, there's thirty six thousand people on our campus who are either students oh. or employees. Somewhere it's like thirty six thousand plus mm-hmm. like it's somewhere around that mm-hmm. and the the lack of education that we have on like black history mm-hmm. is insane not even just black history just history in general like there's so much left out and like i'm 21 and mm-hmm. half of the stuff we learned this week i could like is years bro, of information bro mm-hmm. years <laughs> years that you should have learned mm-hmm. piled into one week and that's the bare minimum. Like, we mm. could have stayed at some of these places for a whole day. Mm. And we only spent, like, two to three hours at a lot of these places. You talk about just the intense. Legacy Museum. I love the Legacy the Museum. Legacy you want to talk about it? <coughs> you talk about it. It was good. Okay. Um, okay. That was the, or the EJI one. Yeah, it's the same thing. I like how it started. So, like, it starts... You talk about, like, swimming and stuff, mm. and I, we talk about, like, generational trauma a mm. lot, and, like, a lot of black people don't know how to swim, or they don't like getting their hair wet, or, like, there's a lot of things about water, just in general. And this, Y'all learned this at the, sorry. No, 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 but this is just, like. She's just correlating with Yeah, just, just, to con- oh. just to make connections of, like, generational trauma. Like, there is a thing about water in the black community, and. At the Legacy Museum, it starts off, like, you're, like, in the ocean. In the like, ocean. it's a huge screen in front mm-hmm. of you, and it's water, and it's loud, and, it and it's talking like... about the, the largest graveyard in the world is the Atlantic Ocean. Then mm-hmm. as soon as we walk, as soon as we leave that, the next thing mm-hmm. is the bottom, no, yeah, the bottom of the ocean. And it, it had, um, I'll show you a picture later, mm-hmm. um, basically a dude, I forget where he was from. Um, but he carved and like made a bunch of um, basically sculptures of our ancestors. Mm-hmm. And, and, All ones that died. <coughs> mm-hmm. and they had like, some of them had like the chains on them. Um, I don't know, it was just like, and there was all different types of, um, like all different types of African people. Tribes and African tribes. The mm-hmm. hair, the markings, mm-hmm. like everything was different. And it's told so many stories because it's like they forced us to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, they forced us to be together, and like, you know, what I mean, like multiple. They they for basically like they forced us to be one when it shouldn't have been like that. You know, what I mean, it was like I don't know. It was a lot of crazy stuff. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, it takes you through like. Everything. Oh, yeah, that's a good photo. It, ta- it takes you through everything. It mm-hmm. takes, except for, like, before the slave trade. Because fat. <laughs> 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 our producer, fat. <laughs> oh, shit. Came in close. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah. No, but it, it talks about, so it starts with the Atlantic slave trade, mm-hmm. even though our history starts long before that. But then it takes you through the, um, the pens that you would wait in to be sold off. Mm-hmm. It would talk about... Um, like the stories of families being ripped apart, and we mm-hmm. talk about like nuclear families and how so many black fathers are missing mm-hmm. in their black children's lives Jeez. and things like that. Like 
Like everything connects, mm -hmm. and then you get to the lynchings and the terror era, and why the KKK is a terror cell that still exists today, and like it connects everything—the history of police, mm -hmm. the history of slave catchers. Mm -hmm. Then it talks about like how to memorialize it and take care of people and give honor to those who aren't recognized beyond MLK and Rosa Parks and mm -hmm. all this other stuff, and then it ends with the prison industrial complex and like how that has come to fruition today and then you go through like a gallery of artwork mm -hmm. um that kind of talks about the whole museum but it's just really intense mm -hmm. and it, it does a lot of like serious education that i know talking to half of the people that we work with like wouldn't understand it's really intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds intense. Yeah. And there was a lot of different simulations there too. Like there was one where it was like a kind of like a cell, mm. and we could talk to like so like I I, I was talking to like a former slave, not former slave, a former <laughs> enslaved person. Um, oh wait, like actually? Yeah. Actually, like you walk, like you walk up to the cell and they yeah. talk. To oh, you. I was like, no, not yeah. actually. I said I simulation, bro. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I chuckled at first. I was like, and then you said, no, former enslaved. I said, wait. <laughs> yeah. But these are real stories right. that they're the just actor, reenacting. Yeah, portraying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's real, and, and you yeah, get to talk like to like an inmate and hear their story and all that, and watch videos on like how things affect you and I think nice. essentially the trip kind of just made I think it, what a lot of us were saying because there was 13 of us that went on the trip and like mm -hmm. I think all of us were saying like it just made us think like bro like we're not I'm not I'm not saying that we're not doing enough but essentially like essentially we have we're not doing enough and we have we have those tools you know what I mean I'm not gonna go into it but we have the tools you know what I mean to make change you know what I mean? And our generation sits on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. And it's mm -hmm. up to us. It's up to we us. We talk about, like, the Children's March, which isn't something that's, like, a focus mm -hmm. growing up and, like, how children were really at the center of activism. Mm -hmm. And that remind like, that brings me back to our conversation. We were here for context. We were here um, doing a couple promo things. And four of us drove back to Fort Collins. And we were talking about, like, what it means to to be an activist and like talk about because oh, we had MLK mm -hmm. and Rosa Parks and they were turned into martyrs mm -hmm. and so people could really get behind mm -hmm. these people versus George Floyd isn't really someone who was active in the community mm -hmm. as like this pillar he wasn't a pillar of the community he was just someone who was victimized by police brutality. So, like, mm. what does it take to actually have an effective movement mm. like MLK and mm -hmm. Rosa Parks and all of that? Mm -hmm. And so that mm -hmm. reminded me of our conversation mm -hmm. um, because we don't really have that, but it really is, like, how old are y'all? How old are you guys? Oh, you mean how old are you? Oh, I thought you were metaphorically. No, like, how old are y'all? Metaphorically, <laughs> how old are y'all? How old are y'all? Y'all should grow up. Do something. <laughs> True. Oh, oh, no. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm 20. Yeah. yeah, you're saying, like, yeah. we're the age of yeah. the people. Not even, like, no, younger. Like, Ruby Bridges was nine. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we're, nine. we're in our 1920s. That's... Who's, no, we're all, we're all 20 mm -hmm. up, right? I'm 20. 
Like they were like activists back then were young, and I'd say like activists are still young. Like there's still like a bunch of examples of activists today who are like very young. Bro, another thing that I noticed, right? You know how they try to point, like they focus on Martin Luther King so much, they focus on Rosa Parks so much. You know, like these specific leaders. You know what I'm saying? These, and one thing that I noticed is they do that purposely. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They do that. And who's they. Hmm. The system. The system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, who's that? But for real, right, though, though, right, for real right. though, like the FBI mm-hmm. targeted all of the leaders except for Rosa Parks. Well, because she was part of and the NYCP. So. But <laughs> my thing is, they do that to. Yeah. Yeah. I keep saying they. But oh, it's right to say that. Yeah, yeah. it, it yeah. is First a thing. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's more than, it's a collective. It's yeah. a collective amount of people. And I feel to... like, it, and, and it was never really like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like for us to be, if for our generation, um, we should go into it with the mindset of having everyone educated. We shouldn't have one person on the forefront. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we shouldn't give them one person to target. If y'all going to target somebody, it has to be all of us because mm-hmm. we're all well-educated, well-rounded. You know because then they, they take him out, and mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, we don't have a leader anymore. Who are we right. going to follow? You know but that brings me back to your question of, like, would you be willing to die for the cause? Because so many of these people were putting their lives at risk. Mm. Like, three-year-olds were being murdered and killed. Yeah. And they weren't even, like, a part of the cause. They were just black. So, like, we're, we're young. We're that age of activism. Mm-hmm. Are we willing to die for the cause? I was like, going to say, like, after, because, like, your answer, or it seemed like our answer in the car mm-hmm. was kind of like, like, yeah, but, but, no. but no. Like, this is the same conversation that we had in the car back in the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we were saying, like, because um, Martin Luther King was down, was, like, ready to die for the cause. Um, and Malcolm X, I was about to call him MX. Malcolm X was ready to die for the cause, right? So it's like, someone asked that in our car or whatever, and we all just kind of say, yeah. But like, weren't it wasn't like a yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It wasn't so a strong it's like yeah. after y'all know. like after we've had um like time to think about it or whatever, and after y'all been on that trip, let's say there was one. Do y'all consider yourselves activists? And two, what cause are y'all willing to die for? Mm. I think we're we're all. Mm, I ain't gonna say that. I think we don't we we don't get to choose to be activists. You know what I mean? I think our skin color. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we walk outside and without speaking to anyone, like, our presence says a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't think, I, I think, I think I've think i been an activist. You know what I mean? I don't think everybody might call themselves activists, but I think we're all activists, though. I think, like, I agree, I agree. Like, you know, our skin color can make us activists. Um, I think they comparatively like too old like to like the activists that we look up to i don't think any like common person can call themselves an activist okay. mm-hmm. um so like a lot of, like and it's because like we're in a new age like we're all like social media activists mm-hmm. like more so than um like you know like actual like Friends. we're going out there we're going to um 
to lawmakers and we're trying to get things fight. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not yeah. like we're protesting, but like that only can go so far. Mm-hmm. And like we're and like back to your question about like if I would be like ready to die for an activist cause, I don't think most people are today mm-hmm. because I feel like we see ourselves as like <clears throat> the next generation of people who've already done that for us. And so like we don't like see as much motivation and also like we're kind of like like we're in a state where people are like well we're comfortable where we don't need to like actually die for a cause even if you look at like say like the insurrection and like last year like a lot of them would consider themselves activists none of them were trying to really die for it like they were yeah. yeah no like a lot of them wanted to see you know like what they actually or they wanted to see the results of what happened yeah. like like most of us i feel like feel that way that like we want to see what we're actually fighting for with mm. the fruits of our labor mm-hmm. yeah. but realistically that's the scary part because that's what we brought up in the car too because we said that i'd be i'd be down to die for it if no i'd, I'd be, be down, down to i'd be down to be that staple if i'm going to see immediate results mm-hmm. you feel me and that's the scary part of it like you're, you're, you're being honest right now keep going bro. yeah if i like immediate mm-hmm. results is what i want to see from what i'm doing i don't want to like the whole idea of mlk actually going to these conferences talking to people and like so much backlash being there so much like pull back from his own people but also from the outside of course it's just like such a heart-wrenching like disheartening thing like there was so much discouragement when you watch uh just kind of little spiel off but when you watch judas and the black messiah i was thinking like when fred hampton was in those spaces there was one moment when he was talking to people being like are you following me are you with me and somebody stood up and left and a few other people left as well as in they were not with him and they did not agree with him whatsoever and I'm just thinking, if I see that within my people, the same people that I'm thinking, quote unquote, trying to free, mm-hmm. I'm just like, what am I doing this for? You was not seeing the same vision okay, I am. Okay, okay. Therefore, you're not, you're not on the same page I am. <laughs> you got something to say. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's just like, like that button. Uh, no, feel you, it's just like, you have to be a different type of person that mm-hmm. wants to see the benefit of people, not for yourself. And maybe call me selfish or whatever, but mm-hmm. to see the benefits of everyone else willing to die for that mm. are and you willing to sacrifice yourself for others who wouldn't be willing able to, to do that for you type mm. shit mm. and i'm just like that's a a that's a lie i'm mm. not gonna lie that's, that's a lie yeah. that's honesty, you ready for that yeah. that's honesty mm. what you say? man like you were saying that and honestly like i had this i had this conversation with one of my friends a while back and i was just saying like how our mindset is um so i don't think you're wrong for thinking like that but i think I want you to understand that there are people that you, you ever heard of Fred Shuttlesworth? No. So Fred Shuttlesworth was a priest. Correct me if I'm wrong. Stop me if I'm wrong. Okay, he's a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, when he when he wanted to get up and start making a change and doing doing things in his community, um, like the first couple weeks, you know, what I mean, like no no one showed up. Months. Months, no couple one weeks. You know what I'm saying? Him. No one, no one supported him. You know what I mean? He stood alone. And and that's that's why I say I I feel like like I understand where you're coming from because it's like why should I? You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Like why should I? You know what I'm saying? Like nothing is changing. That's how we feel. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like I guess I guess I guess you're right. Like it depends on what type of person you are and like how far you want to go with it. But certain people. 
I feel like that's what separates um, certain like leaders. For I don't know. sure, mm. for sure, it does. People, people that are resistant. Mm -hmm. you for know sure, what I mean? it does. That's a different type of heart. And I feel have. like our generation, like we're so we're so solely based on instant gratification. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're not very patient with a lot of things, and we're not gonna get anywhere without being patient. You know what I mean? Patience. Nothing is gonna happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I don't. I sound like a preacher. I hate that. So I was like talking to. Um, our friend, friend of the podcast, Adrian, yeah. um, the other Adrian day. Adrian So, shout out Adrian. So, like, we were talking about the the issue with, like, black presence at CSU, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I was just talking to him about how, like, now, um, like, I was like, damn, I wish we were um, here a few years ago mm -hmm. when that shit was popping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was like, yeah, you know, like, it comes and goes. Like, it just really depends. And so I was like, but we're, and like we were talking about how we, like our class, mm -hmm. like is making it a little better now because like, mm -hmm. we're trying to, yeah. you know, like unify us again. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking, we're probably not going to see the, like, the, the benefits. Yeah. yeah, like by the time that we graduate, he was like, no, you're definitely not. But what yeah, you're doing you. now is what's going to like benefit yeah. the future. We have to plant seeds. I want to mm -hmm. see <laughs> <laughs> We're so worried about but the thing the harvest is, that we never even try to plant the seed. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we do the same yeah. thing in life all the time. <laughs> Do the same yeah. thing, second guess ourselves into, you know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. real. Just because yeah. we think we might fail. Oh, that's real. We fail so much, why not? You know what I'm saying? For mm -hmm. real. Fail up. Fail up. No, upwards. like for real, like yeah, fail no. up. Like at least you're trying. You're gonna <laughs> yeah see this failure as a yeah. As a lesson. You're gonna miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't shoot. <clears throat> so, like shoot and maybe you'll make it. J. Cole said. Oh. That, uh, <laughs> what did J. Cole, J. Cole say? said? What don't was say it? In role models, not word for word. But he said, if you don't reach, uh, if you don't shoot for like the stars or shoot for like, at least the highest point, right? Then, like, what's the what? What are you shooting for? Like, what right. are you here for? Like, what's your purpose? For real. Mm. Yeah. Like even if you fail, you're gonna like. What do they say? If you shoot, uh, what is it? Shoot for like sun, moon, something. Like you're still hanging on the stars or something like that. Yeah. You know something like that, which is real. Yeah. All them people that yeah. went for those like that didn't necessarily get recognition. They're still prominent, like very important people. We don't give them enough recognition, but they're still like prominent people. We got comments on YouTube. Yeah, I didn't know a good time to bring. Yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was. We got told. We got told by our producer that we should read out comments on YouTube. It's our first time. I was gonna wait until um until like the conversation died down. This is gonna be the last ten minutes of what we're doing. We gonna do it now. So, um, some of the comments that we got are the most recent one is that y'all courage as young adults is it is inspiring. Said what up? What up? What up? Who said that? It's what up, what up, what up. Yeah. <laughs> so, shout I just say that. Shout out to what up, So, yeah. Ooh, I like some of these questions. Mm -hmm. so I was going to read them out. Ask yeah. some of the questions. I got you, yeah. yeah. So, some of the comments right quick were just like, y'all courage as young adults is inspiring. Keep it up and that they tuned in. Um, great conversation. Um, just talking about we have good points and that... And me not, you said the brown color spectrum. So that was just something I was going to talk about earlier. Some of the questions that we got. Um, one of the, should we start with the more like relevant ones or the relevant to what we were just talking about? Or maybe ask, track? I think there might be, I don't know if that one's goofy, but maybe, maybe a break. I bet then we'll go back to back in conversation. Oh, yeah, because that goes way back to Yeah, me. I bet. So 
Okay. One of the earlier comments that we got was from Don John Poupon. Don Juan. Don Juan Poupon. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can see it. He's right, though. Yeah. No. <laughs> just saw right yeah, He's no. right, though. No. <laughs> why did we get the Why did we have... Why, why, why am I reading the comments? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You're done. Are we going back to... So let's go back to your... So let's go back to what you were saying, right? About your break. About your spring break, yeah. So, if your girl or boyfriend, if your partner, right, ever hits you, if they hit you one time, is that the end of the relationship or is that building up? That's from Don Juan. Do I do I give like a serious answer or a goofy answer? No, nah, just give like your honest answer. <laughs> is there a goofy answer? There is a goofy. It's really bad because that's nah, the just, first thing I thought of. So your honest what's, answer. The, what's the first thing you thought of? Yeah. Honestly, what you feel? Now we gotta know. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I thought canceled. somebody hit me. Yeah, no cap. I'm not gonna say that. No, but, say it. No, no, please. No, I, so if like my partner actually hit me one time, you know what? I actually absolve it. It depends on where and how hard they hit it. It depends on why they're hitting me. Mm. You know, you know the good with little malintent. anger. Yeah, with like, malice intent. Yeah, like, like say it's malintent. Yeah, they say they say. Boom. Oh, like it's even if it didn't hurt. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I grew up in the south. I don't even think this matters, bro. I just, I just personally, I cannot put my hands on a woman. Well, of course, you're not gonna hit her yeah. back. But what if a woman puts her hands on you? Yeah, when she puts her hands on you, let's say yeah. Are you done? Is it? Is it dead? Is it done? It's done. Let's say like, it's like, it's like if you, if you. What if you have kids? If if you put your hands on me, I kids with the person that would hit me. I don't know. I don't think like her putting her hands on me is done. But like, if you menace, like use a weapon or like. It's still malintent. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Why does she just like, but look, look, look. Cause it's like. No, there's no category. No, because if you do it once, it's like, it's, it can happen again. Watch this. Because I say it's like a hit. Because women, like. Because there's like a little, you know. Yeah. But like, women don't be like, typically, right? Like, sometimes they be going like full swing, correct me if I'm wrong. But they be like, you know. I ain't pushing nobody to that level. From your experience. From how many times you abused your boyfriend. Say. Thanks for that. But no, nah, I'm too. jumping too far. <laughs> <laughs> she said, my bad. Oops. She said, how do you know? <laughs> um, but, Who told you? But like, they just be like, kind of like slapping though. They don't be like, it's never like a full play. No, like, I really never seen it. across the face? Yeah, but is it still like, Oh, you were talking dead? to who? It could even be that. Dead? Why did you do that? It could be really for something yeah. simple. That's I still, told you to take out the trash. Because like, yeah. yeah, that's disrespectful. Think of it vice versa. You're not going to do that oh, to somebody. Oh, it's overrated if it's vice versa. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Like, if you do it as a man, like, as a man with man strength or just morals I mean, in general, right? <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> with morals in general, right? And you look at your shorty, she just does something. Yeah. Let's say she goes, I don't know, don't be, it's just something that you don't like. I don't know how severe it has to be. But you'd be like, hmm. Or you'd be like, hmm, that's donezo. What? That's a case right there. If somebody does that to me back, it's done. You don't respect me. What's What's wrong with you? That's you don't BS. respect me. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Dumb. Like, don't do that. So like, it's why? There's no situation. Damn. I don't know, man. I want to know, like, if you have kids, Ooh. and yeah. they've never hit you before, but you have kids. You have to reach out. And you get that. to the point to where, like, y'all are what? both done, and she swings like, first. And you oh, you're saying, kids. like, if you're, like, okay, okay. Like, they've never hit you before, but because you have kids, because you're stressed, you might be losing your house, whatever. Like, there is a reason that it gets to the point where she hits you. (laughs) And you have kids. You have a whole family. You have a whole life to think about. It's not just, oh, my boyfriend hit me, so Mm. we're done. Mm. There's other people involved. So I think the contact matters, too. Yeah. If you're so, let's say, because you say if she does it right, put it in the same situation. You have kids, all that shit. Homeboy stressed out, strikes you. My nigga hits hits you. Mm-hmm. You stay? 
I think me personally, because like, yeah, vice versa, like it's done. It should be done either way. But I think in my case, like it really depends on why. Like if I was like really on some like if I was really just tripping. Because imagine if you <laughs> violated like, and then she, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then like, yeah, like it really depends on that. No. But like, because because like if there are more than if it's more than just you involved, I think that you should at least try mm-hmm. to do something to like fix this, right? And no, like, then you could hit my kids. No. Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, if it seems like nothing's happening, like nothing's going up from there, then like it's done. I think it depends on how bad the hit hurt. I don't like, think. Yeah, I, don't know. Like, look, I think it's just the principle like, of it. Like, I don't think but if she just like hits me with a little like, low like, like ah. Uh, what if they bah, bah, bah. shove you and it's, they don't mean to like shove you hard, but they shove you hard and you're flying through windows? That's different. You know That's a shove. Like, you talking about? Get <laughs> Hulk. Y'all are underestimating me all the time. Right? She shoves me. She shoves me. I hit the. You gotta go anyway, bro. I gotta go hit the gym. Because then it's that weight room. Yeah, weight room. To the point where like you're not even talking. Like communication is so important in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, romantic familial like mm-hmm. if you've gotten to the point where you can't even talk to me and you have to take it out mm-hmm. physically you should never it's not it's never okay to take out your frustrations physically on another human being okay. ever and if you allow it the first time no matter how hard it hurt especially if there's other people involved it will happen again mm-hmm. because it means they got to that point period mm-hmm. and that means they'll get to that point again. Like, mm-hmm. life is never going to be perfect. Life is never going to be easy breezy mm-hmm. ever for, like, normal people. So that means you were bottling things in. We weren't communicating. Stuff is going on that I don't even know about. But then you see me, someone who you love, and you think it's okay to take that out on me physically. That's never okay. Mm. It is in my Oh, thank you, thank you. I said, I can't read either. Uh oh. What up? What up? Yeah, that's what up. What up? What up? <laughs> she, she she speaks so sensible. That's a great alliteration. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, but yeah, it sounds like we all saying no to yeah. that. Like, yeah, it's easier said than done, done too. It yeah, is easier said than done. Way yeah. easier said, especially if it's someone that you really mess with, heavy, yeah. heavy. Like you said, you have kids with kids with this person. Yeah. You just be like, I mean, I guess I can. That's the first thing you're yeah. gonna think about. You be like, I didn't like that, but I mean, I guess yeah. I can put it to the side. Yeah. Like that's. That's and there's strange. other things too, probably leading up to that that you're letting slide, that are like signs mm-hmm. that shit will happen. Yeah. That you let go because you love them. Love is blind. That's real. Still save it for me. <laughs> oh, facts. We'll okay, what's, what's, the what's the next one? So we got like two more. Um... All right, so we'll end off. We'll end up on that one. So second one is uh, from Dirtbag Denver. Did the black culture of Atlanta impact you in any way? Mm. So how did the nice. black culture of Atlanta impact you? Mm. Most definitely. Right? I think, yeah, driving was OD. And from the South, was it different <laughs> than your experience, like, in Texas? Mm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good question. That's a great question. I'm going to throw this out there, and then I'm going to answer your question. Mm-hmm. Something that I noticed and I was happy about, Um, I don't know if y'all noticed this, too. With us being in Fort Collins, bro, if we go anywhere outside of CSU, even at CSU, bro, mm-hmm. like, of course, 
the white people aren't talking to us, but like even most of the time, black, black people, people aren't talking to us. Mm. When we was in Atlanta, bro, I've never seen like I don't know. I haven't been around that many black people that just randomly came up to me, chopping it up with me, yeah. bro. You feel me? It just felt real so good, bro. You feel what I'm saying? It's disrespectful. To, like you know what I'm saying? That's 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 the biggest thing I saw. Um, but from Atlanta to Houston, I think. Mm, there's not too many big differences. I think I don't think I spent enough time out there to really answer that question, bro. Mm. It wasn't like That's a cool. social. Yeah, because I didn't really get to, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, so. I only spent two days. I mean, if yeah. we go to Atlanta. <laughs> when you in one of those majority black cities? Like, like, when you in one of those majority black now. cities? Like, say you're in. It's like, culture. Yeah, it's just culture. Like, when you're in the same. It's the same. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just got that same vibe, for real. Yeah. I got that same vibe. It just felt good, man. The culture with the clothes. Mm-hmm. I never seen no many so many people with like braids. Like even in Fort Collins, all the black girls got straight hair. Mm-hmm. Or they got the loose <laughs> colors. Or like the relaxer. Mm-hmm. And I don't even wear braids that often. But like mm-hmm. everyone either was wearing braids or a wig. And it was normal. And here like that's that not I mean, but that has its own reasons too. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I think like it's it's a different experience everywhere. Like when you're around like black culture, it's just it's something Colorado can never do, bro. Like, and I'm I feel bad for y'all that are you know being Colorado your whole life. Nah, I from the hey, if y'all win it though, if y'all win it though, if y'all win it, we can we can do that. Explain it to the people. Where you do that? You said what? I said if y'all win it, we can really. Go to Atlanta for real. For real, we I'm should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's when? just different. We can go whenever. Over the summer, we can plan it. We'll hey, so Atlanta look out for the Atlanta Atlanta episode. We're gonna both? do that. Why shit not too? both? Yeah. Shoot, why not both? We can make it a whole little and trip Africa, type. Shit. Come on, well hey, come on! I got the plug for you. Got the plug for you. Y'all come through. Come on. Nah, for real, for real. Though. I got a mission already made. That's what they always say. Bro, the houses. Until you hit them up. Are insane. The houses there because it's cheap. Yeah. No. You know what's crazy? Or cheaper. I won't say cheap. Cheaper. Did you, were you awake when we passed the plantation house? It was insane. (gasps) Like, okay, so we were driving from Selma to Montgomery. No, we were driving from Birmingham to Selma. And we're passing these houses and it's like, Miles between houses, and they're really nice houses. But then there's this one house house. that's up this giant hill, and it's clearly a plantation house. And literally, like, like, like you know where your mailbox is at the end of your street, and you know where your neighbor's mailbox is at the end of their street. Mm -hmm. At your neighbor's mailbox, there is like a shed, slave house, (coughs) something. It's in tatters. It is not well kept. I don't know who lives there, if anyone can live there, but it's still standing. Mm. And like you, you're looking. It's not even like gentrification, mm. as in like this is this is the line. Like in Colorado, we have a lot of redlining, and like clear, distinct. This is where the rich people are, and this is where the poor people are. Mm. We're driving past these houses, and it's miles of land. You have mobile homes, literally. In between two plantation houses, mm-hmm. you have old slave quarters in between the backyards. Like it's crazy. Like it's not a, 
black and white, oh, this is here and this is mm-hmm. here. It's this like was mix. And honestly, yeah. I felt like I see more of that, honestly. But it kind of seemed like I got the vibe that they tried to, well, they are. They tried, they tried to erase that history. Mm-hmm. But they still take them to plantations for field trips. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Johnny Doe. Like Johnny Doe brought up a good point. He said, "Don't plantation houses remind you of the White House?" Mm-hmm. Or do plantation kind of not. I I don't think the oh, White wow. House, but like oh. senators' houses, because they have like the flat top and the columns in the front, mm-hmm. and then like the wings. American Whereas architecture is so basic. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be looking at our capital. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. All capitals look the same. Let's talk yeah, about that. Yeah, all our capital, like our capitals in America, are so basic. When you're looking at capitals from other countries, when they're like so like vibrant, so like detailed. Huh? Look at other countries, like mm. other capitals. Like it's just not what? It's no, yeah, they got more. I'm say U.S. Right you say now. systematic. Are you serious? Yeah, it's so it's so like vanilla architecture, and it is painted in white. Yeah, except the churches. The mm. churches. We got to a corner, and there are four. Tr- it was like McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Wendy's. It was church, 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 mm-hmm. and they all look different. I mean, in the south, you gonna find like and it ain't nowhere for you to park at too. It's like it's <laughs> neighborhood. No, no, for real, you like it's walk. neighborhood churches. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You walk in the church. You walk in mm. church. Mm. In that humidity. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Dang, that's yeah. such a such a good. We got about five minutes left. Um, so we'll end it with this one. I don't know if any of y'all have like a like a take on this one. We all kind of grew up pretty much the same, no cap. But uh, something that Dirtbag Denver commented earlier is: Is it tougher to be a kid in the street life or a kid in high school slash college life? Street life, because <laughs> if you're in college. Yeah, I feel like you're much more safe. Like, Absolutely. at least if you're on campus, then you're much more safe than you are in, like, street life when you're a kid. Absolutely. And you have to, like, and, like, say in your situation, you have to take the bus, you have to walk home. Like, I feel like you're much more safe, like, on a college campus. And obviously, college campuses have their dangers and, like, there are sketchy people. Mm-hmm. There's still locals that walk in and, like, sneak in. Like, mm-hmm. like we get so many emails about, like, peeping toms and like but there's i feel like you're much more safe like on campus than in street life mm-hmm. when you're a kid Absolutely. you're supposed to be a real world student mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I feel like yeah we're safe you disagree but i don't know man i feel like i'm not at peace i think in certain situations yes because as a woman if you're growing up on the street and you know who your pedophiles are you can stay away from them mm-hmm. pedophiles hide as teachers on college campuses, men hide behind alcohol and their family's money and all these other, like it depends on what the dangers are. Like as a woman walking in the street, as a woman walking on campus, I feel the same. Like when I was living in Aggie Village and I would have to walk across the Aggie family to get my car, Mm. I'm a white person, or I'm a... You're I'm a, a black person. <laughs> no, no, claim it. Say be proud. Let me take it off. No, I'm a black person on a white campus that made me feel more unsafe than a black person in Aurora because I see black people more. Like I didn't feel like I stood <clears throat> like I stood out like a sore thumb 
on campus. Maybe Colorado. Maybe Colorado. Yeah, it street depends on where, yeah. like the yeah. street life is. Because I'm thinking, like, you can't just say that to any really no street life. No, Colorado yeah, street so. life is different from I, I somewhere down south or even the east coast in general, west coast. It's completely different things. I think even Nebraska was kind of rough, like walking on the street. That's a great question, though. We gotta get it. I think something that I always notice is like. No, oh, no. I'd be like a lot more. <laughs> a lot more what? A lot more safe. Or... I feel, I'm, I feel like I'm safe, but at uh, the same time, where here I feel like I'm more. I'm definitely more safe here, but at the same time, there's a there's a sense of I'm I'm, I'm uncomfortable sometimes. Mm. Type shit. But he didn't act back though. But we can get into that on the next yeah. episode. True. Sure. We kind of we kind of out of time. Thank you for the questions and the yeah, comments. Shout out the comments. We didn't expect anything in our first episode, <laughs> so the fact that y'all are here is great. Um, if you would like more from us, we'll be posting next week, next Saturday. Um, and you can find us on social media at the Straight Water Podcast. Yes, and under our network, quick yes. plans. Shout out sponsors to Power of One and to Udia. Yeah, and thank you to the R Network for hosting this, for um, being our network. Oh yeah, shit! Like, thank you for having us. Good point. Not just for the people. We, we are, are the, the people. people. Hey. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>